you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The Bully and the Beast Podcast. Yo, 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 Bully and the Beast Podcast. Yo. I'm L'Oreal. It's your boy Wax. What up? Wax always late, y'all. You know, I got to uh, tell the truth. Listen, We've been sitting here waiting for quite some time. Yes, yes. You know we what? We got a I, special guest. Yes. Why don't you introduce your, our special guest? Go ahead. Introduce him. No, go you ahead. Do, you do was your late. whole thing. You I understand like, do that, what you're supposed ahead. to be doing. Oriel, come on. <laughs> go ahead and do the show like we do. We you are doing the show like we do. Mm-hmm. I bully you and you mm-hmm. do what I say. So, yes, um. So we have a very special guest today. We're going to just say that we're going to add black excellence to the beginning of the show today. I am mad at that. Because he's doing some excellent things out there. Daryl Austin. Uh Right. So he has a brand that is amazing. You can find it in various different places. Foot Locker is one of those places. Uh, You made history with that, I believe. And it's the Bungie brand. Mm -hmm. Fire. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now, um, we, well, Wax actually brung you to our attention, and we thought that your story was really dope, and we wanted to make sure we were able to share it with our listeners, share it with everybody, so they could get motivated to do great things like you're doing right now. Now, uh, you started out as a a sports player. You played sports. Mm -hmm. How do you and Wax know each other, first and foremost? Uh, we actually just met. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see what she's talking about. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, oh, I thought y'all knew each other. Nah, what are you talking nah, about? Nah. Yeah, like this is my first conversation with him, actually. Yeah, I'm over <laughs> here like L'Oreal. I'm like, somebody tell me something, help me out. Smith, am I lost a little bit or wait? What's I happening? swore y'all knew each other. Ah. Uh. No. no way. All right. Well, we got to get to know each other. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's get into it then. To my yes. understanding, y'all had knew each other, but and once you said the sports, I thought maybe y'all played sports together at one point. No, nah, we didn't. Uh, I definitely um, was enthused when I watched, <laughs> when, you know, when I read his, his situation and I seen that he played sports and all. So, bless it. In common. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in common with you too, L'Oreal, since you was a rapper and all that. Yes, um, and I've like seen that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so okay, originally you're from originally you're from Philly, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you started out in Philly. You were playing sports. You actually were were you like on the track to make it to the league? Is that how it went? Yeah, I was in a situation where I was breaking a lot of records in high school, and I was supposed to mm-hmm. go to college, and I had a few uh, D1 schools that was interested. 
uh, and dealing with me. But at the time, I had to choose whether I was going to be a rap artist or if I was going to play football. Yes. Me, I wanted to be a star, but I didn't want to get hit anymore. So yeah. it was like, you know, I'd rather try to go to the studio and rap instead. And, um, you know, it ended up working to my favor at certain points. But then at the end of the day, it, it kind of messed up my choices. So I kind of wish that I ended up going the football route. Instead yeah. Of what position you played? I played running back and I played defensive back. Blessings. Blessings. And the thing oh. of it is, is like what scared me about the college thing is that I used to get over in high school because I was fast. But mm -hmm. then when I went to go visit um, one of the, uh, the colleges, I realized that the linebackers and all that was the same speed as me. There you go. Like, and then uh, in the league, they even faster. The <laughs> yeah, gotta keep growing, baby. Gotta keep yeah, growing. So that's what made me, you know, make that decision. I just didn't want to play anymore. And, um, you know, like I said, I felt like I was going to make it in the music business, but I didn't realize how crazy the music business was. Right. I didn't realize how mm -hmm. it was either. Like I thought that dudes saying what they were saying was real. Nah. I thought that when people promise you stuff that it's real, and it was like, it, it just, it was the total opposite of what I thought it was. So all my experiences in hip hop were bad to me. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. But, but, but it led you it led you to where you at today though, so. Yeah, you know it did, I, I did. I, I remember this one time, the only time that I really enjoyed what I was doing was um I did a show where I was opening up for Nelly in St. Louis. Peace. And um I remember getting out on the stage and people knew my lyrics. So oh, I, just, dope. I just kept thinking right. to myself like, damn, like I wrote this in my, in my basement. And now I have all these people singing my stuff back. Like that was the highlight of my music career. But, you know, even when I got the, the numerous deals that I got and all that, it just, it all turned bad. And with me waiting for my album to come out, because I know you probably know L'Oreal, where it's like, they'll give you a, a sign in advance and then mm -hmm. you gotta go off your per diem and stuff like that. I wasn't the kind of person that wanted to live off of that little bit of money. Right. So I took my advance and I went and flipped that and I just kept flipping it. And then you flip? right, when I, right when I finished my album, something crazy would happen. I get busted and go to jail. Uh, like, uh, I come home, I'm doing all the right things, get busted, go to jail. Uh, and, it, and it happened to me three different times. And by the time I came back the third time, I just felt like I was too old to be a rapper. And, you know, I had to find other ways to be able to get on. It just wasn't working please. out. But at the time, um, when I got my closest to coming out, I was affiliated with um, Track Boys. You know, the Track Boys are putting yes. out and they did everybody in the club get tipsy and all that. Mm -hmm. um, I was affiliated with them. Um, I, luckily, I ended up getting on tour with Nelly. So, you know, I was really cool with oh. those guys and, you know, everything was starting to pan out. But then I ended up getting jammed up again. And the last, time, last time I got caught, I actually did a whole album with the Track Stars, which the Track Stars did a lot of chingy stuff. They did right there and all that. So mm -hmm. I got a lot of my songs through them and I got the rest of them through Track Boys. And then I also was working with someone named Yacht uh, from Willingboro, New Jersey. He actually worked a lot. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Um, yes. So I was dealing with a lot of them. So I had a full album done. Uh, Atlantic Records was trying to get, you know, the whole label at the time mm -hmm. with the Ragdoll Music Group. And I ended up getting locked up and I ended up doing six and a half years on my third. Yeah. So the first time I got in trouble was two years. The second time was three and a half. And then the third time was six and a half. And it was all like Ooh. back to back to back. So I would come back right. like nine months, get things popping, get the albums done, then go right back to jail for a couple of years. Yeah. It was just, it was just, you know, crazy. I felt like if the music industry was what they said they were, then things would have been a little bit easier. And yeah. Better. But it was like, you know, you at got sold a lot of dreams. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, everybody was like looking at it where it's like you had to deal with your lyrics. Like I never yeah. I, I come up in the era of 
you just go ahead and just say all these different things that you don't really need to do. Yeah. Right. So it was like when I was actually saying what I was doing, I basically was snitching on myself, which yeah. I look back and I'm like, I can't Damn. believe I used to say the, the, the stuff. That I <laughs> you were the original Bobby Schmurda. Yeah. Like I was really snitching on myself. And it's like mm-hmm. right now when I look back at my career, I look back at old music videos that we did and I look at or I listen to old songs. It's like, you know, now I had to like retrain myself when I got into corporate America mm-hmm. because like, all the bad habits that I had with the slang words, the way that I used to slouch, the way that I used to talk to people, the way that mm-hmm. and things didn't go my way. I you grew up, man. You grew yeah. up. Like, right. Because like, you're you know, doing business with big corporations now. Like so you got to be a little bit careful when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So when. OK, so what made you say, because I know you started sketching sneakers while you were in jail. So mm-hmm. did you ever draw before or any, or did you just say, I'm bored, let me just pick up a pen and, and well, happened, a pencil in it? What happened was I, um, I had a phone call from my mom. And at the time she was at uh, a company called Martin Marietta and they were starting mm-hmm. to do a lot of background checks. And a lot of the people that had bad backgrounds that they found out about, they were firing them on the spot. Mm-hmm. So when I had my call with her, she was like really upset. Like, I don't know what you're gonna do. Like. You've been to jail for possession with intent to deliver like three or four different times. And I don't know who's going to hire you. So mm. you think about what you're going to do, because when you come home, you're going to be done like it's over. Mm-hmm. So I remember going back to the cell and for the first time I prayed like I really didn't really like like Jay-Z said, the only some the only uh, scriptures I ever read was on the arms of my neck. Yeah, I'm saying right, like right. I, never, I never really. No, never really got into God. I never really had my base. That's my base. And, and, and what I did was I got back to the cell and I just, I, I prayed. I know it was all wrong. I know the way that I prayed wasn't right, but I just asked for some you can't sort pray of wrong. Yeah. yeah. I just asked for some, some sort of guidance. God and, um, you know, once I got done praying, I want to say probably about like an hour after something told me to pick up the pencil on the paper that was there and sketch mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I sketched it and, I wish that I had the original sketch here. I do have other sketches here right now, peace, but peace. like the very first one that I did, it came out like it was a, sh- a shoe laying on a piece of paper. Wow. I, I never in my life drew anything before. I never tried to draw a smiley face or nothing. It just, <laughs> it, Not it, a smiley face. Yeah, it just wasn't in my in my MO. So it was like when I did it and I showed it to my celly, my celly was like, yo, like, you need to get, like consider you know creating your own because I actually did an Air Force One first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And second sketch. Did you look there. at one and like draw like were you or this was off a of memory? It was off memory because what happened wow. was right before I went to jail for the six and a half years, I ended mm-hmm. up opening a sneaker store on South Street. Peace. Uh, I, I had a customized sneaker store on South Street in Philly, and you know I remember going to New York and grabbing like boxes of Air Forces. And then I would take them back to Philly and then all the artists and stuff that I hired, they was like paint on the shoes. So uh, I, used to there I used to look at it. And you know, at the time, Busta Rhymes used to come down and get his sneaks and uh-huh, a couple uh-huh. of different Eagles players and stuff like that. So we had a lot of celebrities that came through the store. It was called um, Sneaker Freaks Boutique. And so the Air Forces was just like really, really in my head at the time. Right. Cause uh-huh. that's all I kept seeing. Summertime. And even at the time I was even still intimidated to even paint on the shoes. I didn't think I had the talent to do it. So right. I was hiring other people to do it. So, um, you know, I sketched it and the shoe came out so dope that my celly was like, yo, like you should consider doing your own. So when he said that, I immediately sketched the shoe and the shoe that I sketched again, it just came out perfect. And I'm just like, yo, like I'm not, I already know I'm not going to be able to be a, a sneaker owner. So 
What I could possibly do is just sketch all this stuff up and just have it for artwork when I get out of jail. Ain't that crazy that sometimes we talk ourselves out of exactly where our path is? Like, you yeah. didn't think that you could do any of that stuff. And then when you did do it, you still was talking yourself out yeah. of it. So yeah. it's just crazy how we doubt ourselves when yeah, all along we have the answers and, and you know, to everything. So we're going to get back to your story in a second. We're going to take a gifts. second. That's right. We're going to take a second and we're going to um, help some people out. And then we're going to get back to your story and talk a little bit more so people can, you know, get to know you a little bit better and also mm -hmm. get to know your brand. Because one thing that we love to do here on the Bullying the Beast podcast, we always love to uplift our people one way yeah, or another. Shine a light on our black. That's right. And how yes. we're spending money on Nike, like you said, Adidas, this and this, that, and the third. We can be putting money into our own people, our own products. I can't, I can't wait to start talking about that topic. I have some stuff for that too. Yeah, yeah let's get, we'll, we'll get into it. All right, so well, we, just one thing real quick that I just wanted to say real yeah. quick about that. I think that when it comes time, and I had to learn this the hard way, but when it comes time for us supporting each other, I feel like we as a business have to be ready for that support. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we, we have stepped to get our businesses together and we're not all the way right. Whether right. The quality of the yeah. products, whether it's, you know, we just don't have our stuff in order and then we're expecting our black community. To yeah, we're trying to re-up on them. Yeah, yeah. Just so we'll get block. into it. I'll tell you my story about that. Get some good it. work in the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. All right, so we're going to get into the first DM that we have. We now got. you know how it goes. You need some advice. All you got to do is DM us it on Instagram. DMs, yes. Yeah, where? At um, the Bully and the Beast podcast. You, right? No. Smith. Not Bully and the Beast podcast. That's what I said. At no, Bully and the Beast. At Bully and the Beast podcast. Okay, Euro. on Instagram. Slide on Instagram. in the DM. Yes. Write your story out and we'll let you know what we think about the whole situation. Now, let's get into it. What up, Wax and L'Oreal? I love Euro. you too. Smith, you're a gem. Unlock twerking in the building. <laughs> they don't have everything. Okay, so boom, check it out. I got a doozy for you all on my burner page because wifey be looking. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm a 38-year-old man. My wife is 37. We've been married for five years. We met 10 years ago and instantly we clicked. She is my best friend. Okay. But lately, these strikes been adding up. She lost the Cartier wedding rings I bought uh -oh. her. Them Johns cost me a lot of money, man. I paid goodness. off her student loans, bought Ooh. her a Mercedes truck. She got back in debt about $13,000 buying Herbal Life. I paid that off too. I bought us a home. Now she tells me she's back to $20,000 in credit card debt. What the fuck? She's fine as hell. But her sex is weak. We have sex like once a month. And all Surprise. she does is just lay there. I'll be tired. Don't get me wrong. I love sex. But it gets boring. She doesn't even work. She stays home with our five-year-old. And I do 90% of the cooking. I'm Come just on, tired, y'all. What should I do? Damn, where this nigga at? He got the wrong yeah. girl. <laughs> Bro, you ain't, you ain't beating them cheeks up. That's what it sound like. He said her sex is whack. He ain't got no control over the sex, man. Listen, you ain't even making her squill. She just laying there. 
Like you gotta pinch your butt or something. Pinch your butt. <laughs> you gotta pinch your butt. You need a squill. You, something gotta get your pride right. It seemed like he's doing everything. Maybe what what you y'all think? You ever gotten bored in a relationship, even though the person was doing everything you want and asked for, but you just got bored? Yeah, that, that's that's usually when you uh, uh, the relationship get bored when you, you you got full control over this person. You know exactly what's going on. It's like there ain't no challenge. Each relationship really, really needs a challenge. If you ain't got it, ah, it's getting a little boring. It starts with sex too. Ah, it's one of the first things that go. He has a challenge. He got to keep up with her credit card bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's out the house and she gets smashed by the milkman. With a, the weed man. Something's happening. Did, did anybody ever deny you sex, Daryl, while y'all were in a relationship and like... Uh, Maybe they're just like, oh, I'm not in the mood. Um, not that I can think of. I've always been fortunate in that department for some right? reason. Right. <laughs> somebody told me not do? tonight. Somebody told me not tonight. They did. Yeah, but see, but see what, my, what my thing was, I never really committed to anything. So I think that, Please. you know, yeah. like since I think that when you're not committing, I think that the woman is more interested in trying to give you everything. Everything. You know what yes. I mean, and it's like. You know, when you commit from what I, you know, was told when you commit, real shit, real it's shit. to the point where it goes to one a month, one time a month. No, no, not that bad. But when, that it, bad. when it comes yeah. time for my situation, I was never really in that in that position. Peace. So you've never um, been in a relationship? Nah, not really. Really? Yeah, <laughs> like from, from the rip, I've always been chasing my, my goals and I've been- Peace. that was your girlfriend. I needed to do, so I never really took the time out to even really put myself in that position, nah. But you also just told on yourself because you said, I don't, uh, you don't do the relationship because if not, they give you everything. So that means you're <laughs> never gonna get in a relationship because in your mind, it will always be better outside of a relationship because you think everything is comes with outside of I don't, I don't wanna say that though, because in all actuality, you know, I mean, an I just feel like, you do need that one person that's going to be there for you when you're going through stuff. Like Some, I do, somebody I do, get you. I do miss the situation where it's like if I'm stressed out or going through something, I, you know, I can have that person to call and, and and talk to and stuff like that. So I do. I but do you choose to be a player <laughs> from the Himalayas. <laughs> when, when I find when I find that right situation, I, I jump. It Gary is it, going to go. It's going to going to grab you, man. Ain't nothing you can do about it either. Yeah. But are you a cheater in relationships or have you like, and not, I mean, not really because you haven't been in a relationship, but yeah, you've you dealt with someone, cheating. right? You've dealt with somebody for a period of time. Have you ever felt like stepping out? Like, do you tell them like, cause it's not a real relationship since y'all well, never since, made it official. Since it's, not, since it's not a real relationship, I would definitely just to say, be honest. You know, I'm talking to other people. But you wouldn't be like, I just slept with somebody yesterday. No, I wouldn't do that. They yeah, you don't want to hurt nobody. Yeah, you don't hurt nobody. How is that hurting somebody? You're being honest, right? Ah, but if, if you're honest from the very beginning and say that, you know, this isn't an exclusive thing, you don't have to make an announcement every time you do something. Yeah, you got to slow down. say from the very beginning. Mm, I want to hear that announcement. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, she a glut for punishment, though, bro. No, because it's more so I want to know what I'm dealing with. It's not like you have to be like, yo, I just fucked yesterday, but like, yeah, I'm sleeping with this girl. Like, so let me know so I don't sleep with you. <laughs> wow. Like that's how that's how I'm gonna look at it anyway. And if a dude wanna smash, he's gonna say he ain't do it because he can repent. <laughs> but like you, you what about lazy sex? So at first you're dealing with somebody, the sex is amazing, and then it starts to just be like, 
All right, go ahead, put it in. Like, you know, the love is lost. Yeah. Do you have a con? I mean, conversation about that, or you just move on to the next one? Uh, you can't control okay. your feelings, man. Okay. I, I I think in my situation, I've been in that situation before, where you know the person may say, "I'm tired, just go ahead and do what you do," and I do it. You know, really? I, I so you don't head. mind the starfish? <laughs> Nah, not, not all the time. I mean, I wouldn't win it all the time, but you know, if I'm in a mood and it's three o'clock in the morning, you gotta do that three o'clock rollover. And she's like, go ahead and handle your business. Put it over, yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I'm gonna go ahead and handle my business. For real? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I mean, do I don't wanna do that every night, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it every once in a while. I don't care. Yeah, do she's like, think- I'm gonna keep my eyes closed. Yeah, cool. Lord. Do you yeah. think that you could fuck a sex doll? Nah. For real? I'm not doing that. Whack. Nah, I mean a, a flashlight I did before. That was just one time too, just to just to do it for no reason. So and you I'm would try, man. but you uh, would try. Would I smash a door? Like ah. the ones with the boobs that like our boobs. I don't know. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you, because I don't I don't like to practice bad habits. And I what if I like it? Then now you know I gotta order me the best one. That's me. That's why I don't like the. That's why I don't cook because I gotta be the best cook in the world. I don't wash clothes because I'm gonna be the best fucking. Guy, like, like in uh, Peyton the Fool, I'll be that nigga, you right, know. What just, I'm saying? Don't, just don't do it, man, because you have that kind of personality. Next thing you know, you're gonna be in your car with the, with the, with the doll in the passenger seat. No, nah, but what I, no, really, really, what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do, I'll be over here selling these motherfuckers. That's me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't line. trust Wax because I would have thought that he would have hit the doll first and then tried <laughs> to sell it. That's what the Wax the doll is. I'm going to try it out for you. <laughs> yeah, I tried it out. How you think I know? Shit was good. So I brought that up because there was a guy, a cable worker, um, and I guess he went into somebody's apartment, a man's apartment, and what he found was a little disturbing. I'm going to show y'all. What do you got? Those are all sex dolls. Listen, man. Sitting on the couch, lined up, all surrounding, all, all right, over. This this guy could be yeah. a prop dealer. He could be a prop dealer. The you know guy said, I got out of there before he was wearing my face over his. <laughs> 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 what would you do? Like me personally, if I came into a man's house and I seen some shit like that. I definitely would be terrified. I would call the police. Yeah, I would be so, but like, where How else you sleep would, like that? Right. He said he likes them. Where else would you put your sex doll though? Like in the closet? I'm just. Yeah, you got to fold that thing up, put it somewhere it's else. Too many, it's too many though. It's too many. You can't fold it up because it's like real. It's rubber. like rubber. Yeah. Oh, it's all latex. Yeah, and no. so there's somebody that is really, really, really well known that I heard he has sex with sex dolls. And um, he has, he's a guy that um, constantly has a lot of women around him. But for some reason, I heard that he's addicted to like fucking sex dolls for some strange reason. Sometimes he probably just want to release inside of something. He can't release with these girls because the girls are going to take his money. So he can be actually being smart about it. What Bill Cosby did. So, you know what I mean? Let him go ahead. Damn, is that the only two options? Bill Cosby or Hey, hey. It's all the the same thing, isn't it? Oh, my God. Smashing the doll? I, I would be, I don't like laziness. Like, I've had somebody that I was with that was amazing in bed 
And then like after we were together for a little bit of time, he just started to be like, you do all the work. And I'm like, this is whack. Like nah, the- you, you, you should have tried to go all crazy one night. No, but That's nobody don't want to do that every night. <laughs> to do that every night like listen I know, man, what you what you rode the roller coaster what the fuck you try to get back in the car for drive that roller coaster home no you, <laughs> you was driving a roller coaster too so bring the same energy that brung me in if anybody uh, starts fucking with the sex relationship done yeah 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 that that's 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 mutual agreement am i saying the mutual thing right yeah mutual agreement <laughs> Liberty Mutual. Um, yeah, go. so I so what's the advice that you have you guys have for this 38-year-old man and his 37-year-old? She has no job, he's paying everything, she keeps mm. running up these bills, she don't want to fuck, shit is whack. Let me hear like, what you got, brother. What you got? I don't know. I wouldn't be able to be in that position, you know what I mean? Like, and I know yeah. it's kind of hard because he has a kid with her. So it's like if you're really yeah. trying to be a good dad and you really want to keep the family together. You're gonna have to deal with it. So I suggest trying to work it out, man. You know what I mean? If you want to try to be there with your family, just try to, you know, come up with a happy medium. But if she's not willing to bend and she's spending all your money and all these different uh, things, you're gonna have to try to figure something out. Put her on punishment. Don't let her pay for something. Or something. I, I don't. Yeah. I really why don't, don't you think? Her. Why do you think he's not talking to her about just her constantly running this debt up and thinking it's cute sure. and fine? Because because the way the way you start a relationship, that's how it is. Don't try to change it in ninth inning. Because the only reason why he's still allowing it because he allowed it. And he could have stopped it when he wanted to. He could cut them cards up and he'd be like, yo, I ain't linked to that exactly. shit no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or or he needed to sit there and find one of her friends that he'd laugh at all her fucking jokes and then slow her motherfucking ass down. So y'all and don't that, see anything wrong with her losing the rings. I mean, um, all, all that sloppy shit. She, she, she was getting fucked. Them rings got fucked off her. That's why she laying in bed with this nigga. I think yeah. a nigga robbed her. Like this, what, this nigga this, sound like he got a stomach, bro. Why would your ring be off? Like especially like a band. I could see if you took your engagement ring. Yeah, she got smashed off. She took she both. Like, like I kind of right keep she rings like this. Yeah. Right. You probably rub your hair a lot. And your rings came off. I'm sorry. That would have been my first red flag. Is the the rings being missing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? What are like, you doing? How you get smashed that crazy? That's the first thing I would think of. How you can't even be successful at Herbalife? Like, you're not bringing anything to the table. You know what I mean? You're just taking away, taking away. I would definitely have a real serious conversation with her because I'm pretty sure you love her. You've been with her forever. So I would have a conversation before I look at it as just let me cut this <laughs> off whatever you could do that with a relationship that's like one year yeah that's two not years that serious. Yeah. but when you have a child involved and also don't stay too like you're not happy yeah, yeah, and, but a, and a child he said it was five years old so it's not like it's you know a, like you said a one-year relationship like yeah he, and he said yeah they've been together 10 right. years yeah and 10 years is big. and and he did though he did call her his best friend so yeah, obviously so, the feelings are so still... the best friend and your girl is getting you. You know what I'm saying? So if you get mad That's at your girl, word. you can't even get mad at your best friend. So you gotta talk to your best friend about what your girl did. Which one of y'all motherfuckers ran of the day? And maybe, let me maybe, tell you maybe something. Maybe he needs to do it. Maybe he needs to talk to his best friend about. Yeah, him. curse the best friend out and then the, the <laughs> girl for you love. And put a limit <laughs> on those cards. 
I don't know yes. what the hell you're doing. It should be a spending limit. Why would you give her a $20,000 fucking spending limit? Ass? I want to run up your credit, bro. Like, what are you I need a about? motorcycle, nigga. <laughs> I need a lot of things. It says you giving out free money. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't get wife or not. She's taking and, advantage. And, and she ain't just sitting there. She getting smashed by somebody making her rings come off her fucking fingers. Nigga, she's sitting there laying back with you. Or she's just so sloppy that she knows that you're going to replace them and she don't give a fuck about your money. That shit Let's inside be of somebody's couch. That's so, that's a, that shit inside of somebody's couch. She was like, couch. I don't even know where I left them shit. <laughs> he, done, he done spent his life saving on that motherfucking shit. He's hey, where your rings out. at? I don't know. What rings? <laughs> <laughs> come over here and let's bend over and come get it. Bernard, wife back home, she can't get him. No, Bernard. she's tripping. <laughs> She tripping. He definitely definitely needs to sit her ass down. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. We've seen all the video call fails by now, the mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes. Okay, we're going to get into a second DM. Yes, now it says, hey, y'all, I would like to remain anonymous. Yes. Wow. So I had a friend and we kept falling out because she is just not a good person or a good friend. Whenever we went anywhere, she was just rude to people. Bad vibes, bad energy. She talked shit constantly. Never spoke to me, though. She never texted me unless I text her first. And when she was mad about anything, this bitch would talk about whatever it was on Twitter and Instagram. Like, for example, she'll talk about having fake friends on Twitter. I've always called her out on it, but she's normally just like, that's not even about you. But I know she is talking about me because this chick don't even have no friends but me. (laughs) I like her. (laughs) One day. But look. She said, until one day, she said to me, yeah, it's you. She tried to tell me it's her account. She could say what she wanted to say. Mm -hmm. I just cut her off by texting her. And she tried to turn everything on me about how I'm a bad friend. She sounds like a horse. Huh? Sound like a horse. This girl sounds like a horse. 
Yeah. My question is, I was wrong for cutting her off. And how can I deal with her being as though she's still my sister's fiance and mm. she lives with my sister who lives with my damn mom? Oh, she stole her sister's fiance. No, they're friends. So basically the sister. No, no. Now you confusing me. Go ahead. Being as though she's my sister's fiance. She's engaged. Oh, oh, oh she's the brother. Yeah. And she lives with the sister. Yeah. And the mom. Yeah. So listen, just, they got castor oil out here. Make her have to shit sometimes. You know what I mean? You know, you know how girls always want to be fake. No, y'all like each other and shit. Y'all hate y'all hair dudes. Y'all hate y'all fucking shirts always. When a girl don't like you, she'd be like, oh, I like the way your makeup look. Because she don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? She hates yeah. your hair. She hates your fucking clothes. So around that time when you make some tea, I go to tea or whatever, put a little castor oil in there and make sure there's no fucking toilet tissue in the bathroom. It's always one other ways to skin the cat. Because that makes so much sense. And that's the best advice. Castor I've ever oil. Heard. And, and, and it's going to clean her out. So she'll stop being full of shit. Okay. All right, that's one way to look at it. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Me, I, I, I don't have these kind of problems. And if I did have that kind of problem, I, I would probably just end it. Like, I don't think that I would stick around and try to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, yeah. if you're, like for me, I'm the type of person where I uh, appreciate every minute. And I think mm -hmm. that I spent so much time in jail that every minute that I wake up, I want to enjoy my minutes. Blessings. So if there's Blessings. anyone that's bringing any kind of drama my way or anyone that's that's bringing any kind of stuff that has me questioning anything, I don't want you around me anymore. I get out the way. So it's like, Time I, is precious. I'm agree with that. Time when is I precious, tell you, baby. Whenever I walked away from negativity and negative people and negative things, I've never grown so much in my life. <laughs> and when I tell you, like right now, I'm actually going through it. I've like separating myself from a lot of different people. And it was because uh, different, various different reasons. But a lot of it is when, because, okay, it's one thing to talk about your friend to another friend if you have an issue. And mm -hmm. you're like, listen, this is what happened. If you're not like, oh, that bitch, that nigga, that, ah, ah, ah. Talking to another friend about mm -hmm. a friend is one thing. To yeah. go and and it is more like yo, what you think? Because X Y Z Z Y A to go on Instagram, Twitter, and social media where it's like this ain't family. Oh, no. You know what I mean? This ain't this ain't where you come. This ain't friends. You know uh -huh. this is strangers and people that want to see yes. you sad and people exactly. that get off on seeing you like that. I, I yeah. seeing I turmoil. Yeah, you go in there and I used to do that too. Like more so stuff. You grew up. Yeah. Shut up. Sub relationships more than anything. Like you, yes. like you want the dude to see it. Like niggas that da 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 supposed to do X Y Z, and Black. I might repost a little me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I still repost things that mean something to me. But sometimes people think it's about them, and I'm like, nah. I'm just saying that's a word. You know what I mean? I don't want to have any relationships with anyone that I have to sub that I can't go straight to and tell uh -huh. them this is what the issues are. Because yes. that's not your friend, you know? Nah. And there, there are so many people out here that's fake and have fake relationships and yes. fake friendships for benefits of whatever yeah. the case. 
-hmm. whatever, whatever it benefits them. So um, definitely stay away from people that feel the need. But in this case, you know, she's in the family, right? Uh She's there. I would say, you know, how Homer, he goes in the bushes and like one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. get out the way. You know what I mean? Slowly back away from this person. Yes, man. And I always say relationship is a relationship. And any relationship, if you got to ask a question, even when you're walking out of a job, like, I wonder how I did in that, re- in that interview. That's a, that's a problem right there. If you ask your girl, I wonder if he loves me. That's a problem. You hollering at the dude is like, y'all wonder if he going to treat me right or whatever. If you got to ask that question, you should not be in no situation. Right. I wonder if this is my friend. That bitch ain't your friend. Ooh, She's your brother's why you fiance. Gotta ask that. She's whoever's fiance. A friend, that was so confused. A relationship, you would never have to ask if that relationship is solid. You never gotta ask because you know the love is there. You know the respect is there. You know the loyalty is there. If you gotta ask that question, it's already passed. Go. Right. It's like Wax never has to ask me. He knows that I hate him. I can't so like, it's just genuine, Perfect. you know, you got to do that, but you got to be real with people in order to, you know, anything. Like, even if you did feel like you had an issue, um, as far as the other person, it's like, come to her and be like, yeah, I don't like how you be doing X, Y, Z. Or use castor oil. Castor oil has got to start using it too. <laughs> and actually, when the last time you cleaned yourself out? Um, I do herbal detoxes all the okay, time. Bless I'm just checking people's health. You know what I mean? I like yeah, that. The, you can tell you don't because your skin. No, no, I'm actually okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, no, it's a little ashy. It you probably great. is. It probably is. You know, not going to lie. It probably is a little bit. But um, I do need to put a little bit of lotion on my hands, too. But it's all good. Okay, so sh- should she avoid her when she goes to mama's house on Sunday for Sunday dinner? Nope, keep your enemies even closer. Get that castor yes. oil. I forgot castor, I got my bell over castor here. Castor oil, baby. <laughs> I do. Uh, keep your enemies close is very big thing. But also, yeah. sometimes you got to cut the evil out at the root. So I like to uh, keep those kind of people away from me. Mm-hmm. Any kind of negative energy doesn't do well for me. Like, nah. period. So uh, move on. You know, be pleasant. She's in mm-hmm. the family. You don't want mm-hmm. her to choke your mom in her sleep because she's mad at you. You know, just do Yeah, and somebody the fucking, your mama lived there. Ooh, you gotta get be your easy. own place. Why is she staying there? Because she was, I would she was definitely encourage her to move the fuck out. Okay. Now gotta be easy too. That's a that's her brother cheeks. So she gotta be easy. We gotta reiterate if you need any advice, you can hit us up. You can even leave a voicemail. We need some good voicemails, y'all, some yes. good juicy ones. Yes. Make sure y'all hit us up at 347 679 Yeah, because we don't have no good voicemail for this week, child. So no. y'all better no, y'all better get it together. We got Check two out good going on, yo. Two good juicy DMs and, and all that good stuff. I have a question for y'all. Um, has there been a, a woman, have y'all had women that squirted before? Do you make every woman, can you make any woman squirt or is this um, certain women for y'all? Who's going to answer this first? <laughs> Let me see what you got. Whoever, because I have a question. All right, well, yeah. Uh, I'll just be fully transparent. Right now, I pretty much do it to anyone. Um, because when I was in jail, I read books on how to do it. 
Okay. Uh, when you said I was in jail, yeah. I didn't know where you was going from. There. Oh, no, 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 no. I was in jail. You know, I, I just had time to read. So I read up on yeah. it. And then when I came home, I started like watching videos on how to do it. And, you know, every woman can do it. It's just that, you know, it just depends. They got, on they got to concentrate. Yeah. Each, each person, it takes a different amount of time. Yes. You know to be able to make it happen. But for the most mm -hmm. part, and you know, I, I I sit there and say, when I do it, I feel confident I can do it to anybody, right? And then it's just like the ones you that meet you meet your match. You meet your match, and I just ain't got the time. But <laughs> yeah. I can do it. <laughs> but if you got that time to be out there and do what you got to do, put the spots where she got to like always relax and just let it happen instead of say, oh, I got to pee. It's like, yo, listen, it's pee anyway. Just pee. I'm, I'm like this. I'm putting, Give me some I'm confidence. I'm putting the time in so that way I don't have to worry about going through the issues that them two DMs were. Sometimes I'll put the time in and don't even have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make sure that they get fully it right. satisfied. And most get of the time right. when you do that for people, they you get, get that food. love back. And, and you get the love back in other ways. It's not always. Yes. For me, I haven't. I, there was so many years that I didn't have sex that sex isn't even a priority for me anymore. Peace. You know really? what I'm saying? It's like, mm. yeah, like, you know, of course I enjoy sex, but it's like, you know, I had 13 years without it. You know what I mean? So you learned so, how to block it out your mind. Yeah. So it's like, you yeah. know, I can satisfy someone and as long as they satisfy, that, that satisfies me. Peace. So how would, you how would you feel if you were with a woman, everything was perfect, everything was great, and you being the king of squirt, um, you can't make this particular woman squirt, but she squirted before. Would that hurt your ego? It wouldn't hurt my ego. It would just make nah. me keep chasing Cause it was a situation that I was in and it took me a while to be able to make it happen. But I knew that I could make it happen, but I just kept trying. Like I'm, I'm competitive. So it's like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't get a bruised ego easily. I would just keep trying yeah. to find the yeah. way to make it, it happen. Like, I'm I'm make this See, I feel like as a woman, I have to lie. So um, the reason why I have to lie, if it's somebody mm -hmm. that I've had sex with before and they are asking me like, yo, can you have you whatever? And I know I have, right? And I know that it's certain. Come on, man. Because no, here's the thing. I know, because I'm going to tell you why. There are certain guys that I've dealt with in my life that could literally make immediately, right? And then there's others that just never have. Like, never. L'Oreal, you peed on somebody? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I'll throw pee on you. Right I don't now. want no problem. <laughs> well, you did. You throw pee on me. I'll throw monsters <laughs> pee on you, okay? Um, anyway, yeah, monsters. Uh, anyway, so um, so yeah, I dealt with this one guy and he was really fixated on it and he never could do it. And I felt bad after a while, like, damn, like he's really, like, I feel like it definitely hurt his ego. I feel like he, like in his mind, he wasn't the best person that I had sex with because he couldn't make me squirt or whatever the case so now it's weird for me to even admit with certain people they'd be like have you ever squirted before i'd be like all women can squirt like that's always uh, like my my rebuttal but i know so many women smith have you ever squirted before miss smith is a young lady <laughs> she's 16 years old are you asking her now? she is not 16 do not do that i'm 24 <laughs> no See, you, but Smith. everyone can. It's just not everyone knows how to make it happen. 
And yeah, I don't. Somebody can make it happen. Sometimes you might even have to use a vibrator or something. Like, we gonna get this shit out of you. This let you me really tell you want. something. This Let's nigga do... tried everything and he Sheesh. could not. He couldn't maybe, do it. And then. to call one of your exes up. Ask the, ask yeah, but the crazy oh, thing like... is. The crazy thing A-B-A-C-A-B-B. is. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. I know what that is. That's, I, that's exactly. Yo, it was sick. It's sick because a guy that I used to deal with, I dealt back with and it was immediate. Like he knew. Combination. Like. It's a combination of a lot of people. Sometimes it's low. Sometimes it's up. Sometimes you got to play with the top and then. Am I wrong for for calling though? Should I call and be like, can you teach him? (laughs) Oh yes. I think think that'd be kind of wrong, especially if you did that and the ball still didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you think think he still might not? He may not, he may not have the touch. But you know, like what you should do is you should try to show him and like try to teach him and be like, I like. I it. don't I'm know good. how to do it. He got. Yeah, hey, well, you gotta pay attention when the when the person was doing it right. But when the combination, what's the advice that I could tell you? All you gotta do is just look it up, and there's plenty of videos out there. The one thing that I noticed that's that's better that makes it easier for me, no matter who it is, is that you do a massage first down there. Like it's a massage that you do, like on the. You gotta relax them, relax. And you, yeah, you get them relaxed. And I do yes. that for like forty-five minutes before I even try to do anything. Jeez, brother! I'm really? Saying, I, I, put, I put time in. You got, you got to put yeah, the time you put in. that time in. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I think for real, and I could be real, is that you know, again, being as though I spent so much time away from a woman, I Jeez. appreciate a woman ten times yeah. more than the average dude. God bless him. You know what I mean? So it's like I respect yeah, every body part. You know what I'm saying? I make sure that yeah. everything is. Is, is touched and caressed and kissed and all that. And then, yeah, I mean, a lot of people try to jump right on it and it's like, you can't do that. Yeah, that yeah. seems like what wax probably does. Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> God bless, I'm blessed. I don't know, like, what I, could, well, I couldn't imagine, like, wax That's what I'm saying, L'Oreal, trying you to be sexy. At least like, I'm not do you like sashay? Do you sashay into the room with like a silk? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> don't be sashay though. Oh my God. Listen, I'm happy I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we should make you smell it, motherfucker. All right, okay. but listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you how the real, real, real trick how to have a girl squirt. And this is for all girls. Drink a gallon of water before your man come over. And I got you, got you. It's nothing to do with pee. Because when I tell you the first time I did it, I was like, yeah, oh, shit, what just happened? Know, I did not feel like I peed. I definitely was That's shocked. fucking pee. No, I was just shocked. I was like, what happened? He was yeah, like, I you took know what happened. You know water. what happened, motherfucker. I was just like, I was shocked. I was yeah, shocked. Just okay. like men, because we got to be comfortable, too. Like, some places, if I pull my meat out and try to pee, if I ain't comfortable, ain't no pee coming out. You know what I'm saying? I can't pee in front of people. That's what I'm saying. It won't yeah. just come out. <laughs> and that's how it is from girls. And once that shit get comfortable, that shit just going to come out. No, Wax. It's not just... They said it's Drink mixed water. with different things. Like, it's like a woman's ejaculation mixed with discharge, mixed with Jeez. all kind of stuff. But, but anyway, <laughs> let's move it sound on. real bad when you talk about that, discharge. Because it's true. Yeah, that's, that's that like long tongue soup. <laughs> yeah, because you was like, ah, and now you're like, wait a minute. How long, long did time. you wait until you had sex uh, when you got out of jail each time? No, I had so was sex. it that night? I, I, I had sex within two hours of me being out. Early. For real? Did I, you I, have I, like 
Six, different after women. six and a half years, give me after that. Six and I, half, need that like, I got the, the person came and picked me up before we even got a chance to even get to where we was at. We pulled over and handled that. Yeah, I girl. know that's I right. Like, right. I was counting down for like like years to, to that day. Yeah, I'm not yeah. waiting until you know a couple of days or a couple of weeks after. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That's a Scooby snack. <laughs> then I had to go to a halfway house too, so I was still locked up. Oh, right. I, like, I had to handle that before I went to the halfway house. And then mm-hmm. when you first go to a halfway house, most of the time you may have like a seven day lockdown. Mm-hmm. So even though I first came home, I still was locked in for seven days after I got out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what about, did you have numerous women that you dealt with while you were in jail? Like the jail talk phase. Pen did pals. you go through that? Um, at that point, I think I was entertaining anyone that wrote me. Um, but yeah. I had the one that was I was really serious about. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it was, you know, it was a little bit different. He's um, killing it. Yeah, and then when I first came home, I think that after I was gone for so long, I was kind of like hesitant to even leave the house for real. Like I would go to work and I would go straight home. You know, I, I didn't know how to work a phone. I didn't know how to pump gas. Like everything changes. And it's like, when you're out here, you don't see the changes because it kind of just goes along. Right. If you're gone for a while and then come home to something totally new, I didn't even know how to turn the phone on. Like, I remember mm-hmm. when I first went to jail, it was about the flip phones. We had like the sidekicks and all that. And yeah. then I come home to an iPhone. I don't know how to work that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it was I still don't know how to work this shit. Yeah, he don't. Yeah, I got Wait. it now. But when I he- first came home, I couldn't. I couldn't do it at all, you know? That's crazy. Okay, so we're going to get into the roundtable talk starring L'Oreal. We got a couple yeah. topics. We actually added some of the topics into uh, what we talked about, but we do want to stop and talk about this. Did y'all watch Snowfall this season? I ain't going to lie to you. Yes. <laughs> no. I can't wait for the end of the story. because Yes, yes. So, okay. This reminds me a bit of Snowfall because in the wedding episode, something similar happened they got inspired. <laughs> yeah yeah they got they spiked the the chocolate and everybody went crazy well here they spiked is, it with what um lsd yeah lsd oh, and they were all tripping out damn that's too much why would you ruin that. somebody's wedding with a laxative and amazing Listen, anyway, gotta tell you this one story real fast no kind of funny just real if fast. it's about shit no 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 it's not about shit is that um, I went to a cookout the other day. It was like wax brain of food. So you know what I did? I got a bunch of fucking White Castles. And who's going to turn White Castles down? But you know everybody's stomach going to be fucked up. For a cookout? <laughs> yep. You got White food. Castle for a cookout. I got cookout. a bunch of fucking White Castles. And now everybody had to eat White Castles. Who's going to turn it down? And that's the only food. Everybody's starting. No, you're not turning down White Castles. I'm turning it down. And I ain't get no surf. I had a couple of surf and surfs and, and, and chicken rings. That was for me. Oh, so you got everybody else, excuse me, you got everybody else to think those the murder burgers. Murder White burgers, Castle, I'm not baby. gonna lie, White Castle is kind of fire. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You eat one, you might as well eat 20. No, but, that's I, your ass, but I don't literally. eat meat. But they got some stuff there for everybody. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. A Florida bride wow. and caterer were arrested for lacing the wedding food <laughs> with weed. The Florida bride. Now, the caterer, they both got locked up. They spiked the food with pot, including weed lace lasagna. They mm-hmm. said, I thought some people, some people thought they were having heart attacks. <laughs> some guests were so overcome. They ate, too much. <laughs> they ate too much. They were so overcome by the edibles that they began to vomit and Whoa. began to be transported to the local house. I bet you that was all the fat people eating too many fucking chocolate shit. 
Several irate attendees pursued the case and investi investigators collected samples of everything from the lasagna and the brownies <laughs> and the chocolate covered strawberries and alcoholic Ooh. pudding shots. I've never heard of alcoholic pudding shots. I know the jello shots. I'm going to need to try those. Anyway, after a probe, deputies arrested Glennie and caterer Jocelyn Bryant of yeah. Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen in connections with the incident. So obviously, like we said, this is just like snowfall. Uh, do we got a picture of them? Of course, the caterer is black, <laughs> but the bride is white. So okay, it's an equal uh, opportunity crime is what we're going to call this. So yeah, um, what would y'all do if you found out somebody laced your food? Just period with shrooms or something like that. Because wax, you smoke weed. I don't know if you smoke or not, Daryl. Do you smoke? Yeah, no. I, I, I don't. I don't play around with edibles. You I'm never not, smoked in your life? Not in my life. I never drank before either. Never yeah, took an edible. I don't drink. Yeah, and wow. I'm scared of edibles. And I'm scared of edibles. So that that would make me think I'm having a heart attack for real. I don't fuck with edibles. Yeah, edibles I don't see, are. I don't see how people could do that. Like, yo, you think that you ain't even here? I ain't got time especially, for that shit. Especially that much. You know, if you're yeah. thinking so much that you're vomiting, that has to be a yo, lot. No, because like, they put it in the food, in the sweets, in the drinks. How would you do that? Family. That's crazy. That's Whoever I did, they deserve to whatever they're going to get coming to Somebody hired them. Somebody knew. Somebody read the fine print. I ain't going to lie. The wife looked like she was high still <laughs> in the picture. Like she, She's smiling. The, the fucking black lady was like, why the fuck did I listen to this bitch right here? Maybe fucking throw my shit away. Because I know it was the white lady's idea. It sound like it. We're not gonna put it. weed in lasagna. Come on, no. The brownies, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the brownies piece, but we ain't gonna fuck the lasagna up like nah, that. You went overboard. You, you gotta warm that up for the next day. Lasagna you know is better the second day. Like you're not gonna warm up weed. weed. Like that's weird. Nah. Anyway, would would you allow your partner to put ring cameras in your bedroom to check in? So this girl actually posted, Amazing. me and my boyfriend got ring cameras in each other's rooms. So I could tap in whenever I need to. If you don't <laughs> like it, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, what type of fucking girl is this? She must got cheated on by her fucking lover. Her fucking <laughs> so life. no, no, you wouldn't do that. No. Would nah, you give them you? access to your ring cam on your house? Nah. <laughs> Why? What do you have to hide? It's not about hiding anything. It's about privacy. Do you live here? Do yeah, you but it's for your safety. No. That's what she is saying. If something happens to you, she needs to know. Nah, family. Nope. Damn. Call the call the cops. What now, about location? Do y'all share locations when you're um serious about somebody or yeah. in any kind of situation? I'm not gonna yeah. that. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna protect that heart, so I need to know where mine is at at all times. So you'll share locations, yours as well, or that just yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Oh, so you do have a ring cam? No, nah, no, no, no. A ring cam is like, especially in your bedroom also, that's kind of really wild. That's like, I mean, I don't trust you at all. A man, you don't have no privacy. You can't even jerk off. Like, you, like come on, family. <laughs> that's kind of wild. You can't even check your balls. You can't do nothing. Like, you got a ring cam in your bedroom. That's like full privacy. Eat, sleep, and shit. If you interrupt that, you don't love nobody. And I feel like anyone can hack those things. So now you just got to have somebody, some creep 
and fucking across town staring at whatever <laughs> going on in the crib. Like that happened in a movie, right? Nah, I yeah, yeah probably. Probably. Cause they American can even Pie? Well, they can tap into even your computer, your phone. Like yeah. hackers can tap into anything. Wow. So you got to be a little careful. And I wouldn't never want nobody that wants that much tabs on me. It's like, yo, what the fuck is up with you? That you feel like you got to everything. That's usually who it is. Doing. That's usually who it is, too. I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> so no, you're not doing I location. Wanna, I, don't, I don't need to know her location. She don't need to know mine. When she tells me where she's at, cool. But I'm not I, like for me, I have too much stuff going on. I don't have time to be trying to monitor what someone else is doing. I definitely don't want anyone monitoring me. It's just not. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, see, in my, my case is like, I'm only going to check it if it's like, if I can't get in touch with you or if I think something you're in danger or something like that, I got your location. I got you. Other than that, I'd never even look at it, to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? If mine getting looked at, all right, peace. You know what I'm saying? But I'm always keeping 1,000 with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't give nobody I'm not committed to and telling that I ain't doing nothing, just me and you. I wouldn't give nobody else that. Yeah, so I'd rather give my location to like a friend because I feel like everybody should have it. Yeah, your father. Yeah, Yeah, mother, father, friend, cousin, sister. Only because things are so wicked nowadays. Mm -hmm. You just, just to be on the safe side, motherfucker could be like, all right. So and so good. Like it ain't even to see where. Like me and my homegirl, we share a location. I don't give a fuck where she at. Not like that. But if we yeah, needed please. to find her, that's what it's there this for. The last I don't, place I yeah, I don't check and yeah, be like, see, oh. I, I think I think that situation is different than you having an overprotective boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. You'll know the yeah. difference for like, sure. You know, you sharing it with a friend, or if you going to it, like even if you're in a relationship and you feel like you're going to a place that's you know that may not be that safe. Okay, Peace. cool. But for the person to just like sit around and just keep monitoring that my, person, nah. but when you stop it is the problem. Like say you're like, oh, I'm not really sure. I'm gonna share my location with you to your significant other because I'm going to across see overseas. I might be drinking shit. tonight, or yeah. But yeah. yeah, but here's the thing: you got it on. My thing, my spidey senses would go off when it's like location turned off. Like, how do you, uh, you get upset? Like, oh, bitch. My phone died. The phone died. Phone died. No, what it no, because you eventually gonna want to take it off, is what I'm saying. So when are you gonna safely be able to do that without seeming sneaky? Why you in the house sitting next to the nigga? Like, let me turn my location. You shouldn't be sneaky. I think all hoes should be hoes if you're a hoe. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, be in a committed relationship. I think you should chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? But you wanna be a whore. I enjoy people being whores, man, because I was, I was a whore out there. I was a fucking whore. But when you try to be in a committed relationship, just try to chill out. Yeah, but even when you're in a committed relationship, if you give someone that kind of permission, that could turn into a more aggressive person. And it could turn into a more of type, like some type of ownership rather yes. than a relationship. Don't so put no choke Like you shouldn't I, give somebody I stay out that the way. control because you don't know what that control can do to someone. And it can start off innocently, but... When someone controls you that much, it'll turn into something more and more and more, and you don't know where it can go. So I'm, nah, I'm yeah, that's why that's why you gotta let people dig their grave. Now, if I ever stop you, then I'll never see who you really are. So I'm gonna see what you're capable of. If you even stop start, start, start stopping people on their tracks, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna try to find a way to try to do it another way. So I want people to act, act like I don't even see nothing. I see you do something or whatever, you ask for certain things. Let me see how far you go when you got that in mind. Let me see but your what, character of that. 
Go ahead. Who initiates that conversation when you do start sharing locations? Is that you? No, no, definitely the girl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they just want to see. And what I, what I do for a living and stuff like that, you you might want to know where my location at. You see what I'm saying? I never want to give, I don't mind giving that up. I never asked a guy people. that. I've never been like, hey. L'Oreal, you know, you're not like, the, you know what I'm saying? The, the guy's probably asking you. It's a little yeah, different in your true. situation. Yeah, you, you're different. You're not like the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you walking down the street and I need to know, okay, that's not L'Oreal. L'Oreal like, oh, oh, back up, nigga. <laughs> Fuck around with me if you want to whack. Okay, we're going to get into Black Excellence and that's where we're going to talk about Bungie brand. And, yes. um, you know, uh, one of the reasons I've seen that you decided to name your company Bungie brand is because of all the ups and downs you went through in your life uh, and the fact that you were able to continuously bounce back or now you bounce into a great, you know, situation where you've changed your life. You're doing something that you love, something that you're passionate about. Um, what advice would you have for somebody that just feels like nothing is working out for them? It's constantly um, maybe bad news after bad news, and they just need a little bit of uplifting, especially like the guys that are in the prison system, because some people feel defeated. Like, I can't get a job after this being on my record or I can't do this, I uh -huh. can't do that. What was, um, I know you said God, uh, but what was some of the things that you told yourself to keep yourself going with talking to God and all that? For me, I just looked at it like, you know, I like money and I definitely was not trying to be broke. And I, when I first came home, I was determined to not sell drugs again. So I felt like in order for me to be able to get to where I need to be, I have to do this because this is the only thing that I'm going to be able to do. Um, right. Come home from prison, especially after having a criminal record like mine, you're not going to be able to walk into a fortune 500 company and get a job. Like your, your, your jobs are like slim to none at that point. So in my situation, the only drive that I had was I'm not going back to jail and I'm not going to be out here broke. So those are the only two things that I kept having. And it was like problem after problem, after problem, after problem. And it went all the way from the time that I came home from prison all the way until recently, like, you know, even though I'm in the position that I'm in, I still get served bad news, but then like the next day, things, you know, so it's right. like for me, I just looked at it where I'm hard-headed. I don't take no for an answer. So when I first came home and decided that I was going to start the sneaker company, I had plenty of friends that was like, man, how, you think you Gucci? You think you this, you think you that? Like, yeah, they were all like trying to shoot my dreams down. I remember yeah. when I first got my that's I got played, like I got played by the manufacturer. Like I, I was supposed to get a certain type of shoe and I ended up getting something else. And I remember, you know, I was still excited. I was still trying to push it. And I remember when I first started posting it, people were like, what are those, what are those? And you know, uh -huh. I'm fresh home from jail. So I'm thinking it's a compliment. Like, yo, they put all the <laughs> in the nose. Yo, like they really on my top. Like, let me Early. Try to push these sneaks out. So one of my homies ended up hitting me up like, bro, like they playing you online. Yeah, like, yeah, family. You know what I mean? It was like, for me, instead of me getting down on it and was like, yo, yeah, like, you know, damn, they played me. I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I looked at it like, nah, I'm going to fix this and mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to make it better. You there know you what I mean? And it's like, you know, I, I really didn't take no for an answer. And I, I just kept graduating and graduating. And then finally, I, you know, I spent my last little money to go to Vegas. I found my manufacturer over there in Italy. And then, you know, I just started my own thing again. And, you know, again, I just, I'm the kind of person, I'm not going to take no for an answer. Now, I know that everyone's not determined like me. Mm -hmm. So 
if you don't have it in your heart 100%, you're not going to make it. Like, I look, at, it. I look at different entertainers right now. Like, I'll be watching Nick Cannon. I'll be looking at Steve Harvey. Yeah. I'll be looking at all these different guys. And it's like, you know, they work their asses off to get to where they are. Yeah. So for me, I don't have downtime. I don't have time to sit back and feel sorry for myself. I have nope. this thing where it's like, if I get bad news, I got an hour to sit back and say, oh, man, what was me? But after that hour's up, I got to get right back at it. I got to get it cracking. So it's like, you know, miraculously in my situation, I was running through the city of Philly trying to get into small boutiques to be able to hold my shoes or house my shoes. And I was getting turned down left and right. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to like the 75th one and got turned down again, the next day Foot Locker calls me. You know what I'm saying? So 75 uh-huh. turn and then I end up getting a chain, a major chain like Foot Locker. So it's like, to me, I look at it where it's like if 100 doors get closed in my face, the 101 probably be that one. So I didn't really get a chance to really, um, you know, vibe on it the way that I wanted to vibe on it. But it was like, I didn't really care how Foot Locker found me. I looked at it like I paid my dues to get to that point. I know that's right. So that, that's, that's what my ultimate thing is. Like, you know, if someone tells you no and you're willing to quit, then that's not for you. Then. I'm not, I'm not, mm. No one's ever going to tell me that I can't do something. I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Everybody got a sneakers, door. The sneakers are fly. The apparel is fly. You talked about some of the issues that you had in the music industry. We hear a lot of things uh, when it comes to the fashion industry and Black people, Black designers, being kind of like pushed out or, you know, it was once upon a time where it was hard to, for any black designer to get in. We start, we're starting to see a bit of a shift, you know, with uh, different brands, even um, like the Telfairs and this mm-hmm. and that, where it's luxury brands now that we have our own uh, businesses. We spoke on black businesses earlier a little bit and um, the support the lack of support that sometimes we give each other. And then some people just thinking, oh, well, because I'm a black business, you should support me. You right, know what me, I mean? Let me give you an example, because I wanted to talk about this earlier. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell a little story real quick, all right? Okay. I'm going to make it quick. Okay, I remember around the time that Gucci got, uh, like, was under fire because of the blackface. Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. And everyone was, like, boycotting Gucci, and they were all trying to support black-owned businesses. Around that time, I was trying to jump in and I was like, yo, support me. I'm a Black-owned business. Support me, support me. What I meant earlier when I said sometimes people aren't ready, for me, you know, and I, and I get inboxes every day from people hitting me up saying, yo, I got a high-end brand. And, they'll, and what they'll do is they'll go get a Gildan t-shirt and then they'll put a high-end name on the front. And then they say that they have a high-end brand. But it's right. like, bro, you didn't design anything. You didn't do anything. All you really did was just bought a shell and put your stuff on it. And then I can still see Gildan in the back of it, which yeah. is one of the t-shirts yeah. that you could possibly buy. Now yeah. you're going to people that buy Gucci, that buy Dolce Gabbana, that buy Louis Vuitton, and you're trying to tell them you have a high-end shirt. Now, since I've purchased that kind of stuff, I can tell from just from the fabric, this isn't yeah. a high-end shirt. So when you have all these different people <laughs> that are trying to say, I'm starting a clothing brand, mm-hmm. how, how what is your clothing brand that you're really starting? Because for me, I sketch everything out. I do, I, I do all the measurements. I make sure that everything is all right with the size chart and we get our stuff from a roll of cloth. I'm not mm-hmm. buying a shirt or buying a hoodie and putting my name on it. Right. Now, in the beginning, I was doing that. So mm-hmm. where I learned my lesson that was, and I'll give you the perfect example. Um, I was actually, I know you guys are all familiar with Gillian Wallow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Wallow was actually on the same block as me 
when we were in jail. So I, I've known Wilder for a while. Oh, and wow. Okay. I remember I ended up getting uh, one of the local rappers here in Philly, a pair of my sneakers, and Gilly was asking questions about them. So he, he plugged me in with Gil. So I ended up meeting up with him and I, I was like, yo, I'm gonna Gil, let me go ahead and give him everything that I have. And all the sneaks that I had, they was trash at the time. They was, it wasn't leather, it was polyurethane leather. I actually still have them as we speak. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the sole was like, you know, paper thin. And uh -huh. you know how them dudes be clowning everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going in this situation taking one of those as a compliment. And I still have the photo of Gilly when he's holding the sneakers up. Like, what the fuck am I doing holding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And then, you know, like, you know, I, I laugh about it now because I got Jeez. him, PD Crack, and a couple other people, and they didn't want to tell me that it was bad. And I remember Gilly hit me up and was like, yo, man, like, maybe you should let my wife help you help you design your stuff. And me being a hard-headed dude that I am, I'm like, nah, I don't need help. I'm going to do it myself. But it yeah. was like, after a period of time, I got with Bernard Hopkins, because um, me and Bernard was actually at the same prison at different times. And I ended mm. up with an opportunity to meet him and let him know that he was my influence and all that, because you know, I, I designed one of my shoes based off of being influenced by him. Right. And he basically loved my story. He embraced me. He's like my uncle now. And one yes. day he was like, listen, bro, let me take you to, you know, a couple stores. I can show you where you need to be. So he ended up taking me to Neiman Marcus. He took me to Saks Fifth Ave. He took me to Macy's. And he was mm -hmm. like, what you have going on is not on the level of what you're trying to say that you are. So that mm. goes all the way back. That goes all the way back to what I was saying about the support of the black. Yeah. yeah. I'm running around telling you, all these people I have a high-end brand. I'm trying to get to all these different celebrities. I'm trying to get people to wear my stuff, but I wasn't ready. Uh -huh. mm. So now that I'm ready, I may not get an opportunity to get the Gilly again and be like, yo, this is what I have. Because now he's going to remember Bungie as that cheap shit that I gave him, you know, four years ago. You know what I mean? So my ultimate goal- out nah, of they, they, they appreciate growth. They appreciate growth. Yeah, like, well, my, but, but, but I get what he's saying. He's but, uh, basically but lot, like, sometimes you have one chance to make exactly. that first impression. But yeah, like think about music. If you trash on music and they remember your name and your record cover, if you try to go back to them when you sharp again, they might not even put it in the CD player or in, mm -hmm. the, in the deck or whatever it is that they listen to. But that's how I kind of felt. And it's like, for me, I looked at it from day one my ultimate goal was to get better and better and better and better. And now Dang. I'm at the top of the food chain. So it's like, yeah. I, like I'm dealing with the same factories that Balenciaga and all them use. So I know myself. I can see that. Your stuff, and you're definitely playing in their, in their field. And I love that. You know, we see a lot of uh, artists right now have sneakers. But, um, you know, to see just a Black man doing this thing that came from the you know, turned your whole entire life around. We want to say that you're Black excellence for us. Sure, we want to definitely make sure everybody goes out there and supports the Bungie brand. Where can they, other than Foot Locker, which Foot Locker, y'all, but where, um, you know, can they get some of your pieces? Where can they keep in touch with you um, and follow you? Your... Our website, we have our website is bungiebrand.com, B-U-N-G-E-E. B-R-A-N-D.com, or they could follow us on Instagram. And our Instagram is at Bungie Brand. But um, before we sign off, I just want to say one thing real quick. One of the things, or two of the things that I wanted to address is that, um, number one, you were saying something about Black designers not getting a, an opportunity. Right. One thing that I could tell you, I wasn't given an opportunity. I, I fought my way in, and I didn't care about an opportunity being given to me. I, I made my own opportunity. So even if you have to start off with, you know, $100, 
You have to try to start it yourself and stop depending on someone else exactly. to do your stuff. So I can compare it to music. You're not mm -hmm. gonna sit around and wait for someone to keep paying for your studio time. If you wanna be a rapper, you're gonna get your own studio money and you're that's gonna get right. your own studio time. So yeah. that's how I looked at the sneaker business. And the second thing that I feel is very important that I had to like relearn is that we have a lot of ghettoness in us, mm -hmm. especially when you've been in prison or especially when you've been in the hood and you never left your hood. Mm -hmm. When you're doing, mm -hmm. when you're doing big business with like corporations, like, uh, you know, Foot Locker or anything else like that, I can't go in on some old yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Like, you got to go in and you got to speak their language. And a hey. lot of us in the black community would say, oh, "You kissing ass, or you doing this and doing that." No, I'm making money. You know what yes. I mean? Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. For me, it's like you already have already have one strike against me because I was in prison. They already know that. <clears throat> Number two, they know that I'm a former rap artist, so they know that. And then if you look at my criminal history, I have gun charges, I have assault charges, I have drug charges. So most of the people that, you know, are in this corporate America, they don't want to deal with someone like me. Uh -huh. So if I come in there with the ignorance, then they're not going to let me in at all. Right. So one of the things that I had to do is I had to really like educate myself and kind of like re like school myself. Because even like when uh -huh. it came time for doing emails, I had to like, look at how people was, were formatting their emails and how they were talking to each other when I was on a group email. And I had to basically copy that style and, and try to figure it out. So I hate it when people say it to me, but when I actually talk to different people that are not of our race, I hate it when they say I articulate myself well. I hate that because all of us know how to articulate that's ourselves. Stereotype. Yeah, you know that's I mean? like a, that's just, it's a um, thing that I feel like they try to use against us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like, you know, for all the all the people that are out there that are listening, I just really want people just to understand that nothing is easy and you have to communicate well. And sometimes you have to go for your dream and let other people catch up. That's the only three things. You gotta preach that good word this morning. Okay. Also, where can they follow you on Instagram? Where can they follow the brand on Instagram? Yeah, our Instagram is at Bungie Brand. Um, and, and you know, our, most of our, we have two different things and I don't want to confuse anyone, but our high end brand is Bungie Abacheni. And then we also have something called property of Bungie. That's going to be the lower end. And, um, I do have a lot of big announcements, but I can't announce anything yet. Uh -oh. So I will definitely get in contact with you guys when that time comes. Perfect. But, um, you know, how you spell Bungie? Huh? How you spell Bungie? B-U-N-G-E-E. -E. Not to mention it's literally right on the screen. Yo, listen, I can't read. <laughs> uh, clearly. Anyway, um, so there's one segment that we do have that uh, we're going to add in. And we do want to quickly mention um, Meg the Stallion. She got the key to the city. Oh. And uh, she got her own day as well in her hometown of Houston, Texas, Mom. with May 2nd being named Megan Thee Stallion Day. So that's Black Excellence. And also Alicia Keys will be launching a makeup line, which is a bit ironic because I could have sworn she stopped wearing makeup quite some time ago. But it will mm -hmm. be launching actually today. Well, uh, well, for you, it, it will be a different day, but that will be May 1st. So um, I take Weight Watchers if I give me a check. Weight Watchers. I, I do it right now if I give me a check. Okay, now what we're going to do is our last segment of gotcha. the show. 
And that is called Waxes ABCs. Now, Wax what we ABCs. do, what we do, put your damn phone. We can't see that. Put the phone down. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, y'all two are funny, man. Y'all two are funny. <laughs> so, uh, what we do here on Waxes ABCs before we close out the show Easy. is we give Wax a word. He has yeah. to spell it, use it in a sentence. I mean, he has to use it in a sentence, uh, define yeah. it and uh say the word okay we're gonna spell it out for him he's gonna yeah. read it you ready it's like like the hit here it go it is uh-huh. h-i-e-r-o-g-l-y-p-h-i-c wax what word is this this right here is high high row Glyphic. Hierographic is a uh, hiero, uh, glycoma, and a pic- picnic. All right, this is a, uh, you know, you know, Polish people always say hi everywhere they go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? So, yeah, I know about Polish people. I grew up in, I grew up in London. A lot of Polish people. I played okay. soccer with them. I grew up playing soccer. So a lot of guys I had on my team was um, the Polish. So it's like high row. It's just like this. They always say hi to everybody. And this dude named Ro, and they always like to have picnics. They always have tea and picnics all the time. So this is like a, it's like when you say high row, that's just like, yo, I want to have a picnic in Polish. Okay, so that's the definition, having a picnic in Polish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, use it in a sentence. All right. I went when I was in uh, playing soccer with all my Polish guys. When I walked on, um, I was wondering what was going on because uh, everybody was like, hi, roll, picnic. And <laughs> everybody was over there. Everybody was over there having a bunch of picnics. So I'm like, okay, every time they say hi, roll in, in Polish, that means they want to have a picnic. There's and not even an N in here. Picnic is at the end. Pick Nick, it would have to be an N for Nick, right? Ah, this is this is this, this is their slang. The N is silent. <laughs> no, you, you, you know how you know how we we be like fuck is F K U, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Right. Um. Anyway, Smith, can you help him out a little bit? Hieroglyphic. It's kind a pictographic strip, so Egyptian ah. as recognizable. Oh, I, to I said Polish Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> you got the culture wrong. Just a little bit. Yeah, it was okay. a picnic though, right? No. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Bully and the Beast podcast. Darrell, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, I want to make sure everybody goes on, on over to the Bungie brand to go get you something, go copy something. It's fly. We definitely need to get whack some stuff. I'm tired of seeing the yes, same fucking bro. hat. I'm I, I, I got a bunch thing. of them. I just don't know what's going on. But listen, do I? You have cargos because I can't wear sweats. Yeah, man. Let me go ahead and get you get get y'all. Get me up. right, I, man. I, I, yeah, I, come I, on. I need to make sure all y'all get hooked up. Let me let me let make me sure t- I get y'all information when the when the call is over. If you see these pants that wax frequent, they're high waters. They're tight. They make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, yo, but it's not my fault. I just don't know because everything is European. You know, and I, I found out I'm West African. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, uh, uh, yo. Everything's European waste. We're going to get out of here. Bully and the Beast podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Thank you so yeah. much. You Appreciate were great. Thank you. Blessings, brother. Thank you guys again for having me. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, of course. You are amazing. Come on. What you got Oh, okay. Uh, Bully and the Beast podcast. Make Yo. sure y'all go listen to past episodes. Yes. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend and tell a friend. This is just right. something I, I made up. You know okay, you did not make it up. I did. And I made was, it up. You remember what you said about taking the name out? And he just basically took what I said and put his name over it. So whatever, you can it's borrow it. I say it. Yeah, you're cheating. I mean, you're copying, you're stealing, whatever the fuck it is. We out of here. Bye. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.